Well, are you looking for some new music that's inspiring to kick off this summer with? Well, I got news for you. You are in the right place because tonight we're going to check out some new tracks from a band from Minnesota called Boiling Point. So go ahead and grab an iced tea or an iced cup of coffee like I have and throw on the headphones because you're going to need a cool beverage tonight because it's going to get hot in here with Boiling Point. Well, the raven has left the birdcage, I guess, and we are back. And tonight I have with me the lead singer from Boiling, Boiling Point, Eric Bjorklund. And I apologize, we were supposed to do this last night, but I think some computer demons got a hold of my computer and totally messed it up. I had to reboot everything. And I'd like to welcome all of our viewers that we have. And I want to remind you that this is a community and we're going to be checking out some new tracks. So please feel free to comment on the tracks tonight, as well as send Eric your questions and comments, and he'll be able to respond to them right here live. And hey, I want to give a shout out to all of our new international listeners on Apple iTunes who listen to the replay of this. But Eric, welcome to Raven's Heart. I'm glad we finally got you on tonight. Yeah, man, it's good to be with you. So, uh, so honored to be here. And, uh, you know, watching your intro, I got hot. So I'm even in the band Boiling Point. So uh, I, I think it seems like the right place to be for the evening anyway. It is. And we've got Jermaine Nixon. He is from the band Tricord. And he's like, ah, oh, nice. Zach. Yes. Hey, I've heard of those guys. They are. They rock. They are awesome. So, yeah, Jermaine, we got some new music tonight. Hey, we got a comment here from Ian Moss looking fresh. Eric, is that because you got a haircut? Yeah, my uh, my my stylist actually convinced me to leave the hair long. So now I have kind of the, uh, I don't know, the undercut thing. So we're going to give it a shot. And, uh, you know, if my wife doesn't approve in two weeks, uh, we'll cut the rest off. You know, it's kind hey, of, uh, it's all about what the wife says. <laughs> that's isn't right. That, isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely. Some, uh, Here's some value added to all of our viewers and listeners. It's about what the wife says. And I know my wife is listening to me in the other room across from the studio. So I think I'll have some things to do after tonight's live stream. So I've been able to listen to some of your music and there is depth to it. But not only is there depth to your music, but there's depth to the name Boiling Point. Can oh, you yeah. tell us what the name Boiling Point means? Yeah, well, Boiling Point's are really a, a basically a very... Uh, helpful metaphor for um, what it looks like, I feel, to come into relationship with Christ. So water at its boiling point becomes a vapor. It's still, you know, the same stuff, but it's radically changed into something else that has uh, different properties. And, and in the same way, you know, when we come into relationship with Christ, we are radically changed. Um, our lives are changed. Our the the reasons we do things are significantly changed and um you know that's reflected in who we are and who we become as followers of christ and the metaphor is helped further by the fact that water becomes a gas and in the same way 
we are called to go out and disperse much like gas disperses and called to go out into the world and uh, be Christ's hands and feet for a world that needs hope and healing. I like that a lot because, you know, when you're talking about boiling water, you're talking about a chemical change. Mm, And when somebody is born again, there's a lot of confusion about this today. It's like, well, it's not about choosing (laughs) to follow different rules or trying to follow a philosophy. It's about a change in you uh, that, that starts on the inside. It's a completely... It's a spiritual mystery. It's a supernatural, I'm going to use that word, supernatural phenomenon that happens. And Ian uh, wanted to uh, comment on your supernatural phenomenon that happened and <laughs> the transformation with your haircut. It says, looking professional, Eric, there's a first for everything. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for the last year, I've just looked a little bit homeless. Uh, <laughs> so I'm trying to... No, I'm trying to like pull myself back together to be like out in public again. <laughs> Doing my best to clean it up, Ian. But to to your point, Glenn. Um, yeah, I mean, coming into relationship with Christ is just a catalyst moment, right? Just changes everything. Changes what you're about and who you live for. And you know, it's it's absolutely been a wild ride. You know, since my decision to really be very uh, focused on following Christ and doing that to the best of my ability. It's amazing how, as you follow him, the relationship can just get deeper and deeper and deeper. There is really no measurement of the depth of that relationship because he is just so other, you know, people don't realize that Uh, you can never master theology. You can never master scripture and you can never master your relationship with Christ because he is, he is the master, you know? And speaking of that relationship, boiling point is something that came out of your relationship with Jesus. How did God bring you guys together? And what was it that you were like, okay, God, I understand it. You want us to do this. Can you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah. So, I mean, like a lot of bands that start out, we were all part of kind of a worship team. And, you know, I had written some songs that were like, you know, not terrible. And so it's kind of like, should we try to do something else with these songs that I wrote? And, um, you know, in the Twin Cities for a long time, there was a band competition uh, put on by Club Three Degrees. And uh, it was a pretty famous um, battle battle of the bands uh, while it was running, you know, uh, some pretty pretty big Christian uh, bands came out of that um, that competition, and a lot were signed by like Tooth and Nail and BEC and some of these that label out there in in Washington. But um, so really, it, it started as a, a worship team, um, and then became a band. And you know, I I really feel like the fact that we started as a worship team has really um, been helpful for for our posturing towards being a rock band. Because really, you know, worship is all about the heart and, and humility and having enough humility, I think, to, to, to dare to stand in front of people and think that you can to lead, lead them in worship. And, you know, I, I think we have a similar posture as a band, you know, whenever, whenever people see Boiling Point um, or whenever I write Boiling Point, I always write it in, in lowercase because, you know, it's, it's really a reflection of like the fact that we don't exist for ourselves, we exist, exists as a vessel of hope and hopefully change in the lives of other people. 
Yeah, that's one of those things we were talking about before we got started tonight, how both what you do and what I'm doing over here really has nothing to do with us. You yeah. know, it's not like it's the boiling point uh, show when you go do something and it's not like, hey, this is the uh, Glenn Lithos cry, Raven's heart, you know, intense fire, Ravens and all sorts of stuff like that. What it is, is that this is a platform for Jesus and where he's glorified. And that's that's what we're doing. And it's about him. And every time I go into one of these you know, editions, it's like, OK, Lord, what do you want to do? How do you want me to glorify you by, you know, uplifting the the artists that we get to speak to and, and talk to? And that's one of the things that I really appreciate about what you guys are doing, because you're more than just about the music. You're actually out there getting your hands dirty, doing yeah a work of ministry that a lot of people are actually afraid of. You're a, you're a missionary and you've yeah. been to Sierra Leone uh, in Africa and done missionary work there. Can you tell us a little bit about the missionary work you've done in Sierra Leone? Yeah. So we, we have the opportunity to work with a group called Africa Uplifted. Um, and we got connected, I got connected with them about 10 years ago. And so I, I think I've been to Sierra Leone eight, seven or eight out of the last 10 years. Um, and, and really the work that we've been doing over there is, um, uh, you know, giving people greater access to healthcare because there wasn't any uh, functioning healthcare. And so people were getting sick and dying for, for reasons that they didn't need to die or get sick of. Uh, we have been rehabbing wells. We've been um, building wells. We've been putting expansions on schools so that uh, creating, you know, trying to create more functional uh, space for education because you know education for the future of, of countries that have for instance like Sierra Leone come out of a 10-year civil war is so important to um, sort of aid aid the future and and uh, give that country you know more more leaders and opportunity for growth uh, we also of course focus on spiritual growth and uh, and then also economic development so it's it's a, it's just a really a cornucopia, all-encompassing kind of uh, mission that we are involved in, and um, you know some really cool stuff has happened just be, because of our involvement. You know, one story that I love to tell uh, coming out of Sierra Leone is uh, there was a, you know, there was a there was a grandfather. You know, he he uh, he had grandkids, and you know we we had put in a well or rehabbed a well. And uh, he came up to the group and said, you know, I don't know who this, this Jesus is you can come in the name of, but I know that since you arrived and, and fixed the well to give our, our grandkids uh, a clean source of water, my, my kids and grandkids no longer cry out in the night because of their stomach, their, their stomach pains. And so just, just really being the hands and feet of Christ um, in a very tangible way has really uh, produced fruit uh, for the kingdom. That is so powerful. And as you were saying that, how they were able to see the reality of Jesus through you and what you were doing and how Jesus was able to provide for them through you. I've yeah. never heard any stories of that through Buddha or any of the other false gods that are out there. You know, they're sure. not out there building wells for children. And that's just so powerful that you do that. And the other thing too is by you doing that, I'm sure that when you go out and you put your hands to something that is really hardy labor and difficult and not comfortable in the least bit, have you found that that has released you more on the creative side when you've done that? <laughs> 
Well, uh, it certainly released me on the the I'm feeling very very hot phase of life. But no, um, you know, uh, let's. It's a good question. You know, more than anything, Sierra Leone has given me enough of a pause in life to really reflect on kind of the things that I value and find important. Sure, there's definitely some value in working hard and in doing doing labor, but you know, some of the beautiful songwriting I, I i hope i hope people think it's beautiful that came out of and now is on this hope lives here record uh, was really an opportunity to just be quiet and listen and you know i feel like over the last uh, five years I've, I've tried to do more listening than ever and just try to try to hear what god is telling us or asking us to do and i that's Really, I think the reason that that hope lives here is really gaining a lot of traction and seeing a lot of success because it was never, it was, if if it were completely up to me, I don't think the project would have ever happened. But I, I I'd open myself up to really listening and trying to hear what God had for us. And um, you know, there was one day I was sitting in a burrito place with our electric guitar player because. He was actually working at the burrito place and I'm sitting there eating a burrito so I can talk to him because he, he didn't have much time at that, that point in his life. And, you know, I just hear God whisper, um, you need to go to Sierra Leone and, and make a movie and you need to, you need to take John with you, burrito man. And so next thing I'm like hearing out of my mouth is, you know, uh, Hey John, you you want to like uh, you want to go to you want to go to Africa? You want to go to Africa with me and make a movie? You know, in my mind, I'm like, I, I have no idea how how we're gonna pay for this, but uh, you know, I, I feel like if God is asking it of us, then uh, there will be a way provided, and uh, and that that certainly was the case. And the crazy thing about this whole thing is that John John had and I didn't know this until we got to the airport. John had never been on a commercial airplane. Oh my. And so, and so, <laughs> and so this guy, this guy from Iowa, first, first commercial flight ever was, you know, across, across to the, I think the UK or Amsterdam, and then a second, you know, seven or eight hour flight to, to Sierra Leone. So like, he just, he just, he visited most of the continents in, in, uh, in his first fly, flying experience. Wow. Wow. You know, scary things happen. And I shouldn't say scary, but wild things happen when you start listening to God. A lot of times people, yeah. when they go into prayer, they're like, okay, I've got to keep talking and I got to keep babbling at the mouth. And really God kind of showed me, oh, probably about a year ago that, okay, you prayed. Can you just please stop for a minute so I can say something and listen to what I have to say? And his voice, he speaks every day. If you listen, it's a matter of being tuned into that. I want to go back to some of the listener comments because we've got some powerful comments on the things that you've been saying. Okay. And, and I want to go through this for our uh, listeners on Apple iTunes. They're going to be listening to the replay. Jermaine says, so powerful, man, the postures of worship, repentance, praise, and thanksgiving. Wow, man, I am so excited to hear about your heart. Absolutely. Ian is uh, boiling point by name and nature, especially in Sierra Leone. That is a hot place. And then Jermaine says, uh, that is so amazing. Wow, man. Acts of love and kindness draw people to the truth. I think that is something really that a lot of the church needs to return back to today is going back to the acts of love and kindness of just being sure. kind and, and showing love. And yeah. it's so simple. And when you look at the ministry of Jesus and what he did, 
that was the, that was the basis of the Beatitudes basically mm -hmm. is, you know, it was that it was the basis of love, love yeah. God and love your neighbor. Those are the two of the greatest commandments right there. So, I mean, for those that don't know, Sierra Leone, if I'm correct, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is predominantly a Muslim nation. Is, mm -hmm. is that right? And yeah, it's a predominantly a Muslim nation, and it's extremely poor. I mean, the average um, income of someone in Sierra Leone is about 300 U.S. dollars a year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. what, are, what are some of the challenges that you have faced in ministering in a predominantly Muslim country? Yeah. Um, gosh, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a really an interesting experience um, because people, you know, have been really open to us and the work that we've done. Um, so I wouldn't, you know, I think there's certainly some skepticism and doubt about why we're, why we're there. But, um, you know, as soon as we kind of start, start working and doing, doing what we're, we're there to do, you know, I think, that some of that uh, cynicism and skepticism goes away. And, you know, I, to, to kind of piggyback on what you were talking about, um, just kind of the nature of the world these days is, you know, I, I think, you know, we live in just such a cynical world these days. And, and you know, I, I really feel, um, and, and I felt for a long time that the only way to break through that is, is by demonstrating the, lo the love of Christ in our hearts by being active and being, uh, you know, having a posture of servanthood. Um, you know, if you if you hang around Boiling Point long enough, we kind of have this phrase that we really live by, and it's uh, it's also kind of a, the discipleship path that we hope people kind of choose um, if they if they make that decision for Christ. But it's find love, know love, be love, and so of course the first step is to find love, find Jesus, come into relationship, have that catalyst moment where He changes your life. Uh, find love, no love. So then you kind of enter into this next phase where you, you know, start to develop that relationship, read the Bible, be in community with other believers, pray, you know, do, do spiritual acts to further and in, uh, in depth in uh, your, your spiritual life. But, you know, really, I think, and this is why I think Boiling Point exists. It's because of the be love part, you know, like I, I am absolutely, um, I absolutely believe that if if you get stuck on the the no love part, um, that you kind of need to reevaluate your 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 walk, because I think that your 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 Christian walk should motivate you to be Christ's hands and feet in some tangible way in the world. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go to Africa, but there there are things that God is calling you to do, and and we all just kind of need to to accept that we we might need to listen better or just pause for a second so we can hear hear what God is calling us to do uh, to offer hope and freedom that comes only through Christ. I want to go back to what you just said and reiterate that and underscore that because Jermaine just did find love, know love and be love and that's a process. That's not something yeah. that happens right at that catalyst moment. And I want to go back to that catalyst moment because I want to help some people. I want to help some of our viewers understand something yeah. is that when you come into relationship with Jesus, it's not something that you just kind of roll into. It's not like, oh, well, I guess because now I think this way and I believe this, um, now I'm in relationship with Jesus. There is that catalyst moment, just like when uh, water hits that boiling point, there is that temperature where yep. it has to hit. There is that one specific 
spark moment in time where it's, it happens. Yep. And I remember that day. I remember the place. I remember everything that happened when Jesus saved me. I remember what I, what it felt like when I asked him to save me. It was like the weight of the world had been taken off of my shoulders. And I felt like a completely different mm -hmm. person. But I want to go back to this again. And I'm going to put what Jermaine said because I can read it. I had to find love first. And then it's taken me about 20 to 20 to 25 years to know love. And I think I'm finally, I think I'm finally getting to the point of understanding of being love. And that takes, that takes time to do. Let's talk about, let's start talking about the music. Um, in January, you released your first single. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, it's, it's been, you know, and we, you and I were talking just briefly before, before this all kind of, went on air on Facebook or sorry, YouTube, I guess. But, uh, you know, it's been such a wild ride, Glenn. Um, in January, I was having significant doubts about what, what the future of the band was and if there was anything else God had for us. Um, cause we had been running for, you know, 15 years, I think at that point. And, you know, you know, we've never been a band that's been about, um, the record label or those kind of things that people, think of when they think of a successful rock band you know very early in our, our ministry we decided to focus on the people and not miss kind of the process and the journey that we were on um and just whatever if that other stuff happened it happens but there was definitely a, a time in january was like um you know i because we had been in like a five or six year plan with the movie and the ep that was uh released prior to the movie called take courage and so like we're coming to the end of this thing and i'm like you know, God, if, uh, you know, I don't know if there's anything else for us, but, you know, I'm, I'm just going to give this all to you. Just 100%. I, I don't know what else there is, but, you know, if, if you want us to kind of shut things down and just be done, you know, I will be forever thankful for the people in the ministry that we've been able to do, you know, but if you want there to be a next chapter in Boiling Point, then could you please just kind of help let us see that <laughs> and just kind of kick down the doors. Um, yeah. So it, it just becomes really, uh, really clear because <laughs> uh, uh, sometimes it, what it wasn't, um, and it certainly wasn't in, in January, but hopefully it's here releases, I think January 19th. And as of last night, it was still on the rock charts. Um, wow. So it's been on the rock charts for six months, 24 weeks. The song That's has been awesome. running. Yeah. On the charts. And, um, then we released, then we started releasing the mini series, which had been a movie, but then the pandemic happened and we didn't know what the movie, how to, how to do that anymore, uh, because of kind of the uncertainty. So then we decided to kind of break it up into eight sections. And so then we started showing the movie with the very intentional purpose that episode eight would air the night before Easter okay. so that. Easter would come the following day and our living hope in a resurrected Christ would show up. And it was kind of this really beautiful sequence. And, and uh, so with the success of the miniseries and the single, um, the, the record was actually supposed to come out probably in April, but then we entered into, con you know, negotiations with Broadhead music group yeah. who was really interested in what we were doing. And, you know, uh, Randall is a, a part of this band called we are vessel. And he and I got on the phone and just started talking about, uh, you know, mission and our vision for ministry. And, you know, it was so much more than just like, we want to go out and play concerts. It was mm -hmm. really like, 
what, what do we feel like God is calling us to do and be in this season? And so he and I were very much on the same wavelength and, uh, you know, it just made sense to, to sign with them. And now the record's coming out and just the momentum is incredible. It's something we've certainly never felt before. Um, and now we've got just a full season of concerts and festivals and things and That's awesome. talk of uh, fall tours. And it's just, it's been great. It's, it's just great. Been totally unexpected. Where can people watch the miniseries at? And what's the title of the miniseries? Yeah, so so the miniseries is under the same uh, title as the record. So Hope Lives Here. So if you go to YouTube, just uh, search for Boiling Point Band. And basically, basically, you'll find a playlist that has all eight episodes of Hope Lives Here. But uh, that's kind of the, the, the fastest way to find it. Right so there uh, yeah, I mean, so this whole this whole thing has been a very large scope project with the movie and the music, kind of acting as a soundtrack um, for a lot of the movie, and just, and you, know. you can pretty much trace this back to a burrito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like I feel like all life's uh, best decisions are made over are over burritos. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Well, let's uh, let everybody grab a burrito. And this is the first single that they released from their new upcoming album. The title of the single is Hope Lives Here. And you're going to love this. I love this song. It's it's tight. So here we go. This is Hope Lives Here by Boiling Point. Rushing up these hills so fast We ain't got no time to breathe The traffic air is dressed in fog These mountaintops ain't what we thought Where do we go from here? And are we finished and turning back? Are we drunk on blind romance?
through the toughest walls Sing out cause you belong You've got your voice, you've got your song So join the struggle, join the fight Cause hope's not giving up Hope's not giving up on is the best way i can describe that is it rocks but it's uplifting at the same time it's just really that is a song that i would put on in the car stereo and just drive down as far as i could uh, yeah i've uh so we just got the record this week and like i'm, I'm having a hard time not speeding because i'm just <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm enjoying some of these songs too much i think but uh yeah all that all that footage is actually from from the the film crew that we brought over there in the movie so yeah i was gonna yeah. ask that i was gonna ask yeah. that you know it, it just hit me uh you know because i i really don't like to compare bands to other bands you know you mm -hmm. are who you are sure but i it's got a you got a foo fighters sound to you oh it, it really it, i i hear the foo fighters in there and yeah uh, well we get that a lot actually you'd be surprised we, this, okay. for that same reason we actually did a uh, a cover of my hero oh did we, you? we okay. heard it we heard that so much and it was so well like well i guess we'll just do we'll do a cover and see see you know how close it is i guess but yeah uh, well, check I it out yeah I, I, is it on youtube it's on Spotify. Yeah, it's on, it's YouTube. on Spotify. If you, YouTube. Yeah. I'm gonna check yeah. that out. It's all yeah. I rewrote it. I rewrote it a little bit. Dave Dave Grohl wrote it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> dear, dear Dave, I fixed dear Dave. your music for That's you. Right. Yes. <laughs> I, please please enjoy it. Please enjoy my sincerest compliment and uh, help. I don't, anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, I got to tell you who else really enjoys that song is our studio mascot Mac the Metal Dog. He totally approves of awesome. your music i mean that is so good we got a bunch of comments to get here too and i'm going to pull them up i'm running all the controls here uh jermaine says dude definitely have a food have food fighters vibe yep and then jermaine also said uh the, that new that new single is amazing and the video bro i, I was oh, gonna ask about that because i like the it's not like you hollywooded that one up it was just it was just real you know that was really cool and then Ian says, Boiling Point, where music and ministry meet and work together hand in hand. God's touch is all over Boiling Point. That is so obvious when you hear their music, when you hear what they're doing and just the heart of ministry. That's one of the reasons why I'm really enjoying this interview tonight, because it is more than just about the music and a new album. And dude, this is a big week for you and Boiling Point because you have a new release coming out this week, correct? Yeah. So Friday Friday is the official release date of the new the new record. Ian's, Ian's record is actually on its way over to the UK. So hopefully he gets it before it's released. But uh, Ian, I, by the way, Ian, I had no idea it cost $42 to ship something to the UK. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh so well, we're being, we're being watched in the UK right now. Yeah, yeah, that's this, awesome. That's that's commitment, man, because it's a it's a seven hour time difference. I think so. That it's is like, that is like three thirty in the morning. Ian, go to sleep. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, we've got something here. How many of you would like to have a sneak peek of this song coming out on Friday called Monuments? All right. I've got a one minute clip of this and that's all I'm going to show because I just want to whet people's appetite for this. And if you liked Hope Lives Here, Oh, you are absolutely going to a lo- you're going to love monuments. And uh, Jermaine says yes, he wants a sneak peek. Ian's like, I apologize on behalf of my country. <laughs> nothing, nothing to apologize for the for the postage over there. You know, it it uh, it costs a good bit of money to to get stuff out there. So it's got to, I guess, fly. I mean, you got to figure the fuel yeah. costs and everything. Yeah, like no. that is, is it's what's all in good. There. Ian's, Ian's so, my guy. There you go. There you go. And here we go. I know we've been holding people for this. This is their new song coming out on Friday called Monuments. Everybody buckle up your seatbelts. Get your iced tea because it's about to get even hotter with Monuments. the sneak peek everybody what did you think of that i love it it just starts out it's it's positive it rocks and then you just drive right in there with the crunch i love it how it how it goes and the words your lyric writing i love it because you know a lot of your music it it's all faith-based it's very obvious it's nuanced in a lot of ways it's it's subtle but it leads right to the truth and what do you think, believe, or think some of the benefits are of using some more subtle and nuanced lyrics rather than, hey, in your face, this is obvious of what this is about? Yeah, I mean, since the beginning, we've always seen ourselves at a, as seen ourselves as kind of a band that can do both faith-based audiences and then hopefully other audiences, right? So by adding nuance to our lyrics, it points in a direction, but and hopefully hopefully gets people asked questions you know yeah I, I feel like part of really good art is just asking really good questions and getting people to ask really good questions yeah and then hopefully that leads people you know where <laughs> it, it, it's thinking thinking for yourself yeah. and that's something that god never wanted us to shut off is our thinking for he never yeah. wanted us to ever put our brains on a shelf and be like, okay, well, yeah. I am a spiritual robot now. And, you know, I love it because when Jesus spoke the parables, those were all nuanced. None of that was mm-hmm. in your face. And really, if you were really seeking him, you would seek deeper the meaning of the parables. Right. And those that were the closest to him in that relationship, they got the meaning. Hey, we got a great comment here, and I'm very excited about this comment, uh, comment from Todd Ponert. 
enjoyable. Todd was my roommate my sophomore year in right. college at the Citadel. Todd, thank you for joining the live stream tonight. I hope everything is going well for you, and I'm glad that you enjoyed that song from Boiling Point. It rocks, and it's got the crunch, which Dude, I really I, like. I'm, that's that's going to be our, our new uh, closer, and so I'm really excited <laughs> about that <laughs> because it's got, got some surprises in there. Actually, our drummer has been on this accordion kick, of all things. Really? He's been learning how to play the accordion, and so we actually threw some accordion in on the bridge there. And we're okay. actually gonna get we're gonna get the drummer out front with me playing okay. the accordion on the backside of that song before he has to run back to the drums and finish the song. I like the accordion. Did he watch uh, Lawrence Welk? Was he into that with the bubbles and all that stuff back in the sixties? I don't 60s? know, man. He's he's from Wisconsin. People <laughs> okay. from Wisconsin have crazy ideas at times, you know. So, <laughs> you know, we're just letting him run with it with that musical instrument passion and and trying to work it into a rock it's, show let the creativity flow i mean you know acdc threw bagpipes in their music yeah that was a, that there was you a genius you know yeah man and uh, you know one of the bands that i've really been enjoying over the past several years is a band from uh switzerland el, el, el vite and they've got a hurdy-gurdy they've got a violin they've got the bagpipes they've got a, they've got the lute they've got everything and dude, they can rock it like nobody's business. I'm like, I like this. It's different. You know, it's it's really, really different. I guess I'll have to learn the loot. So, yeah, you know, the Add a little of that to the, the Boiling Point uh, show. Well, from what I understand in my study of church history, Martin Luther could rock the loot too. He was, yeah. a, uh, he was pretty good on the loot. Yeah, he, he wrote well, a speaking, lot of music. Speaking of a guy who, who's, uh, you know, spoken parables or the common tongue of uh you know the day you know martin luther basically used bar tunes and added theological lyrics to them to get people to kind of help help people sing so i you yes. know there's a lot of great great history there yes. and you know i think very usable history as well as far as pulling you know helping people navigate coming into church music or the church or relationship Absol with Christ. A absolutely. And I love to use that argument when people are like, well, your rock music and all, all your heavy metal you promote is of the devil and it's not sacred. It's like, well, neither was Martin Luther's music. It came out of a bar. So, you know, right. yeah. <laughs> that's that's really where it came from. Hey, yep. got a couple more questions for you. First of all, where can people get Monuments when it drops on Friday? So the record, uh, you can either find it on any uh, of the downloadable platforms like iTunes, Amazon Music, etc. It'll be on Spotify as well. You know, we'll have physical copies as well. And I'm actually I'm hoping that a lot of people do get the physical copy cuz it kills in your car, by the way. Get the copy and just listen to it in your car, but uh we were actually able to kind of do some really neat packaging. I actually hired a friend of mine to do some art here. Oh, nice. And this is kind of uh you know, bleeding into the world, kind of being God's hands and, you know, Jesus' hands That's and feet really in the cool. world. Yeah. So it's the stained glass bleeding into the, the, you know, real life mission. And anyway, there's just all sorts of cool stuff happening in the packaging. But uh, I am yeah. still, I guess maybe it's because of my age. I am a physical copy guy. I am, you know, I'll download music because I yeah. have to for what we do here. But I love to have a CD and I love vinyl. I've got, Tons mm, of it here nice. in the studio surrounding me. And you guys would sound awesome on vinyl. And uh, also, too, I, yeah, it would be. It would be. Give I'd me your address, by the way. I'll send you some music. 
Absolutely. I'll uh, shoot that over to you. I'll give that to you when we uh, go. I don't want to give it to the entire world because no, everybody, no, probably my, my, lawn, my lawn would be TP'd by the, t- <laughs> <laughs> by the time we were done. I want to go back to something that you brought up a few minutes ago is you just joined the Broadhead Music Group. And yeah. that's a major step for you guys. What was it that led you to do that? You know, we, we met Randall a couple of summers ago in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, of all places. And, uh, you know, I believe it was also kind of Jenna Parr's first run of uh, tours and concerts and things. So we got to see her very early on in her career. And we stayed in touch through Facebook and whatnot. And I knew that he was launching a, a label group. And, you know, we just got to talk in one day. And, um, you know, our vision was so similar and aligned. Um that he's like, you know, I'm, I'm looking for artists that, that have more experience and we don't have to work with as much. And Boiling Point certainly fits that bill. Um, and so would you think about coming on board and, and being part of the label group and, you know, and doing more significant touring and, you know, prayed about it for a while and, uh, and came to the conclusion that we were ready for that step and we wanted that step uh, because really, you know, I, I wanted to be 100% in and in all the way if we were going to make that step. And so got the commitment from the guys and and now we we've signed and are are on the road of road to you know just having hopefully greater greater impact with our music and our ministry. And I understand that you have a possible tour coming up this fall with Miss Jenna Parr. Yeah. Yeah, so we're starting to book out a fall fall tour with uh, with us and Jenna Parr, and uh, I think it's going to be a great time. And uh, I'm sure I'm sure at the same time, we'll, Jenna and I will be writing some music, and hopefully, hopefully we can get her in a future Boiling Point song as kind of a feature and, and kind of a, just a shared shared opportunity to minister. Oh, that would be so cool. We yeah. had the blessing of having Jenna come to Charles to forget Revelation Rock Fest in May, and she was one of the acts. And yeah, wow, what a what a heart for the Lord. And her music was just absolutely amazing on stage. She sounds good recorded, mm-hmm. but then when you put her up on a stage, it sounds it's like, oh man, that is even better than what I heard on the CD or or, or yeah. You know, what I heard on Spotify. Got a couple more comments here. Uh, Ian, he is still awake over in the UK and he says, and that ladies and gentlemen is why CDs are the best. Yes. I love CDs. Yep. You get to hold it. Yep. Get to hold it and you get the artwork with it. To me, it's a, it's a full experience of the artwork with the album. It's opening up the CD, reading the liner notes and then vinyl there, you know, even with vinyl, I love the smell of it. If you look yeah. closely enough, you can see Ian Moss's name on the <laughs> nice on Ian. the thanks. He made look it. At, <laughs> <laughs> look at that. And then Jermaine says that is going to be epic. You working with Jenna. Yeah, that is going to be so neat. I think you're really gonna you're really gonna enjoy that. Again, can you tell us uh, wh- when is the album itself? It's an EP. I understand. When is that coming out? Yeah. So it's. I mean, it's eight songs. So it's either a long EP or a short album. But yeah. The album is actually called Hope Lives Here. It will that that is what is dropping on Friday. So that whole record will be out this Friday, and it's the end of a five or six year process. And I'm I might pass out after that, but uh, I will be so thankful because it's just been such a a labor of love and persistence and patience and just trying to you know listen. <laughs> yeah, you know a lot of people don't realize this in that doing any art 
any true art and really serving the Lord, combining the two together, those are not, that's not a lucrative combination at all. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, you know, it's like anytime I talk to someone who's really interested in music, I'm like, well, um, just make sure you have kind of the right motivations because money may not be a real thing for that, you know? Yeah. Just be sure that you love people, love the Lord, and just love love the opportunity to sing and, and be you know a part of people's lives and, and hopefully that will be re- re- reward enough absolutely absolutely hey i want to remind our viewers if you're watching us on youtube live this evening go ahead and hit the subscribe button down at the bottom and ring the little bell so that you can get notifications from us that is the biggest way that you can support us over here at lithos cry to bring you great music like this to bring you rock to bring you heavy music and as you saw last week with our discussion with dr heiser we also bring you heavy theology and man we had a great theological discussion tonight with eric from boiling point and i also want to remind our viewers this saturday night at 8 p.m eastern time on 88.1 fm in Utica, New York, I am going to be co-hosting Metal Sharpens Metal with my good friend Rick uh, in Rome, New York. So tune in for that. It's on WVVCUtica.com. You can live stream us and listen to that. It should be should be a lot of fun. You get two, two Yankee guys um, sharing the gospel and playing good, heavy music. So we got that. We also got another comment from... Uh, Jermaine says, I can relate to the five to six year process. That's how I felt after getting REP out. I am beyond excited to listen to you guys. Congrats on all you guys have accomplished. Thank you, Jermaine. Yeah, thank Thank you you. so much. Thank you. Um, Eric, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on. I want you to stand by. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and close things out with all of our viewers. Uh, just a reminder for everybody, we're going to be off uh, off of live stream next week. I've got to take a little bit of a break, but I'll be back on July 8th with a double shot Thursday. We're going to start off with my good friend, Nettie, who not only can sing, but can dance like there's no tomorrow. And we're going to talk about her new anti-bullying campaign, which I'm really excited about. And then at uh, that's going to be at the 7 o'clock hour on Thursday, the 8th of July. And then at the 8 o'clock hour, I am bringing back my friends Braden and El Victoria from Warriors of Light. And we are going to dive into some of the deeper concepts of spiritual warfare. So it's going to be a heavy, heavy time. Eric, thank you so much. Many blessings on your band. I appreciate it. May the Lord continue to bless you guys with what you're doing and your giving to everybody. Thank you so much. Oh, we got one last comment here. Uh, can Eric, da- Eric, can you dance? No one wants to see that. I, I can see, though, from the picture we use that you can climb on top of a piano. Though, I can, right? I, I, I'm really talented at jumping off of stuff, but dancing. Okay. No one wants to see that. <laughs> everybody, until, the, until July 8th, peace out and rock on. Lithoscry.com.